2: A hot topic today is how to set boundaries with not only personal relationships but your work relationships and how to say no in a way that's well received.
1: Alisa, we'd love to hear your thoughts on setting boundaries and saying no. And it really is a practice and you know it's I think that that's one thing that I as somebody who I grew up as a perpetual people pleaser and always wanted to figure out how I could help somebody, how I could say yes to somebody is recognizing within yourself and knowing that, that no is such a powerful word and no in and of itself does not need an explanation. You don't need to explain why you can't do something. No is no is enough of a reason. Um, I do think that in a workplace environment, if somebody is asking you to, to step in and help with a project um, it, or you know, take on additional responsibilities, I think it's important that you don't say no until you're absolutely sure that you need to and that that's best for you. Is it a short-term project? Is it a long-term project? What's the time commitment that you'd be doing? How is it going to impact your other work? Is there somebody who could potentially lean in and help you assist with some of the work that you have? Should you loop in your manager because somebody's asking you to do this additional work? Is it something that you should take on because it is something that's going to be beneficial for for you in growth and development areas? So I think it's really understanding all of the, the factors that are coming into play based on what they're asking you. So I think that that would be the number one thing that I would say. And then when you are ready to set that boundary, and you know that it's not something that you can take on, um, there are really polite ways to, to say no. Um, thank you so much for thinking about me uh, You know, to help you on this. I can't, with, with the current workload I have right now, I'm, I'm stretched so thin, I can't do it. Um, or simply say, um, I, I can't help you at this time. Um, But I definitely think when you are ready to say no, be straightforward, you know, don't dance around the issue. And I think that goes back to not feeling like you need to give somebody this drawn out long explanation as to why you have to say no or you have to set a boundary. And I get that. I get the whole, and
2: that's something that we hear a lot now, right? That don't feel like you have to say so much. Just saying no is enough. But in reality, first of all, you feel guilty that you can't take on the workload. Second of all, you're thinking, what's that perception of me now? Because I didn't take that on. So how do you like peel back those layers and deal with those emotions? Because that's the reality, I think, for most people is that it's really easy to say to your point, just say no. That's a good boundary. This is the reason why. Just be very straightforward about it.
1: But I don't think that that's the organic way humans operate. I agree with you on that. I I know that, um, and I think especially for women, Mm -hmm. right? I think men probably have a much easier time saying no. And for a woman, when a woman just says no, there might be this perception, well, she has an attitude, about it, or I can't believe she said no and you know there's this negativity around it. and I think that if you are assessing your your emotions and, and when you are about to say no, maybe if you feel the inclination to help, maybe there are small ways that you can be helpful in the request that they're asking you and maybe it's no. however, if you need x, y, and z, i I'm happy to to provide you know, a little help or or point you into the direction of somebody who might be able to help you. Mm-hmm. So saying no, but offering maybe a solution might help with alleviating some of that guilt. I think
0: sometimes instead of saying no right away, some people just need to process or look at their schedule. And maybe you can buy yourself a little time and say, you know, let me check my schedule. I feel like this is going to be too much for me to take on, but there may be a piece of it that I can help you with. I'll get back to you. by X, Y, Z. And maybe that's a little bit easier way to address the very valid issue that Vanessa brought up, which is that, especially as women, it's hard to just come out and give that hard no. So maybe buying yourself that time with a phrase like, let me think about it. I'm very busy, uh, but I'll see if there's any piece of this I can take on. And then coming back as promised, when promised is a way to navigate that too.
1: I was just also going to add that it's for yourself. I think it's, setting an expectation for you that recognizing that you can't do everything, you can't take on everything, you have to um, set realistic expectations for yourself, where you're not going to be at the end of the day feeling like you're burnt out all the time. And you're, you're stressed, and you just you can't take anything else on. um, But you keep taking things on and know that By saying no and setting a boundary, that person's not going to be mad at you. In the long run, they're going to respect you for setting that boundary because you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. And in the end, you're not doing this person any favors.
0: So what if you've gotten yourself in that boat? What if you are the person, especially women, I think as we said, and you've already taken on too much and you've already said the yes, what's a tactful way to... Acknowledge vulnerably that you've gotten in over your head and try to unwind some of those obligations without jeopardizing your professional reputation. I mean, all these things factor into your professional brand, right? Mm -hmm. So, what do you do then?
1: I love the approach of being vulnerable and being accountable. And I think being straightforward about it, hey, listen, I thought that I could, I would be able to do this project, but as I'm diving deeper, I, I'm unable to, I'm not going to be able to, to, to give this project the time and attention that it deserves. Um, And and I want to be very honest and transparent about that before we're up against the clock here. And I really appreciate you thinking of me to step in here. I love that approach. And yeah, trying to get away from that.
2: I'm sorry too. I hear you there too. I, especially for women, that's the first thing. And maybe that's just re- Training your brain to not think of that word first and to think of other phrases and other ways of handling the conversation to not put yourself in a um, punitive position.
0: Give us some other verbiage because you're so great with this mm-hmm. for situations where you are the person that always says yes, and maybe other people are taking advantage of you, and you kind of know it, but you feel like you've kind of gotten yourself into this corner. And it's time to put your foot down. What do you say in that situation?
1: I think that if you're already in this situation, it's knowing when to speak up for yourself. If you're feeling like you are being taken advantage of, being mindful of the time that you've put into it and knowing when to say, hey, listen, now isn't a really good time for me to to work on this. I'm, you know, I'm going to have to pass it back. You never want to put blame on somebody. You never want to point fingers, but just knowing when enough is enough, mm-hmm. you can't do it anymore. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of We
0: Get Real AF. We're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future for good.